Andrew Tate and Candace Owens sat down and my name came up. So I'm going to respond to that little bit of their conversation. Also, we have a friend here. We have Jonathan Isaac. He is a forward for the Orlando Magic, a Christian and author, and he has just launched a new brand called Unite Us. It's a values-based sports and apparel company. And so we are going to talk to him about that, also his faith journey, all that good stuff. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use code Allie at checkout. That's GoodRanchers.com. Code Allie. Hey guys, welcome to Relatable. Happy Wednesday. All right, two very different parts of this episode. Um, My interview with Jonathan Isaac, who is amazing about his new brand and just about his faith and fatherhood journey and all of that will be coming up. But first, I wanted to respond to something that I've been meaning to respond to for the past few days. But as always, there's just so much to talk about. Um, Andrew Tate and Candace Owens, they had a sit down conversation and uh, they mentioned my name as well as my friend Liz Wheel name because we were two people that were criticizing Andrew Tate after he had the interview with Tucker Carlson. And a lot of videos were uh, circulating from several years ago where he is talking about convincing women to fall in love with him, have sex with him so that they will do webcam work for them. And uh, also talked about lying to them uh, about uh, how much they were actually going to get paid about tax forms and things like that. Um, And so we talked about that at length a couple weeks ago. We did two episodes. One episode was a very thorough explanation. And I worked really hard to make sure that the clips that I had, that I knew as much context, uh, context as possible, there were several incriminating clips that I could have played of Andrew Tate that I didn't because I didn't know all of the context of them. So I won't rehash all of those. I have my criticisms of Andrew Tate based on what he has said. 10 years ago, five years ago, he has not ever come forward and say, I regret doing that. That was wrong to do. In fact, at the beginning of this Candace Owens interview, he says, I don't apologize for things. I did what I did. I had a hard upbringing and, you know, whatever. Obviously, I take issue with that. Um, And I take issue with the things that he said, with the things that he's done. I'm not weighing in on whether or not he is guilty of the Romanian charges that are before him. I am weighing in on whether or not he is a moral exemplar and a man for young men to follow. And if you go back and listen or watch on YouTube, I was extremely fair. Um, I, I... laid out the case for why he is so appealing to young men. The things that he has said that are very true, that are very uniquely true, that are interesting, that are compelling. I'm not someone who has just said, I just don't get this. I don't see where he's coming from at all. No, he has said true things. He has said right things. And I see his appeal to young men and why some young men may be flocking to Andrew Tate and his message. However, you know, moral issues. So I laid out my case there, and I think that I was as fair as possible, certainly as honest as possible. And Liz Wheeler, I haven't seen all of her critiques of Andrew Tate, but she has done a very similar thing, has been very strong. She was blocked by Andrew Tate because of her strong stance against him, which, of course, I agree with Liz on the things that she's saying. Um, And... You know, then Andrew Tate has a sit down with Candace Owens, which as much as I don't like (laughs) the kind of like 
morality that and the so-called virtues that he has pushed over the years and the things that he's done over the years, I don't at all fault Candace Owens for sitting down with him. I get a lot of messages saying, oh, this is so bad. Like, how dare she give him a platform? What do you think about her talking to him? Like, I don't really buy that. As someone who is also in the interviewer seat um, very often, like, you talk to the people who are interesting. You talk to the people who other people want to hear from. You talk to big names, whether or not you agree with them. Now, maybe you don't platform the little guy who no one knows about and is just like evil and terrible and shouldn't be given a larger platform, but he already has a huge platform. If Andrew Tate agreed to sit down and talk with me, yes, I would talk with him. So I don't blame Candace at all for having this interview and for talking with him talking with him um, or Tucker for that matter. Like, yes, you take the Andrew Tate interview because, wow, there's so much to talk about. And they had a three hour long conversation. I didn't listen to the whole thing. There were definitely things that I disagreed on, like really within the first few minutes. I I really disagreed uh, with the things that I like. Oh, my gosh. I had to like pause and, and really think about it. But it was an incredibly interesting and wide ranging conversation, even though, gosh, I just disagree with him so adamantly on so many different things and his moral reasoning. Oh, my goodness. Um, But someone told me, because I didn't get to this part myself yet, someone was like, oh, did you see the part of the interview where your name and Liz Wheeler's name is mentioned? Um, And so I wanted to watch it, and then I wanted to respond to it a little bit. I think, but I will, actually, I want to get to what your belief in is in terms of when you start talking about the matrix, because I will say I, some of the people that have been going after you, Liz Wheeler obviously has been one of them. Ali Stucky has talked a lot about it. I know these young women, they're not a part of the matrix. Okay. I have a lot of disagreements with them. Stylistically, we have disagreements. Ali's a, is a, means what she says. Even if I disagree with her point, I know she means what she said. It's not an act for her. She's not trying to do anything. She says it because she believes it. I don't say this to insult Liz or anyone else. I don't know them enough or respect them enough to give a what they made or what they say. I don't care. However, I don't believe it was well-intentioned. I think that there is certainly a degree of jealousy that came with my massive influence and the number of views I got on the Tucker Carlson show. I think that the fact that 10-year-old videos, which have been debunked 30 times, are now coming up again is not well-intentioned at all. But I can't be entirely and sure of that. So I can't comment specifically on their attacks because I haven't watched their attacks. Oh, no. Andrew Tate doesn't respect me. Oh, no. The pimp and hose degree guy. He doesn't give me his respect. I'm so sad. Um Look, I the reason why I talked about Andrew Tate is because I see some people flocking to him and thinking that he is a good example for young men. And my point is that he's not. I mean, I'm a Christian. This is a Christian show. He doesn't claim to be a Christian. So I never said he's a bad Christian or he doesn't live up to, you know, uh, what I think he should be as a Christian man, because I don't think he's a Christian. I know he's not a Christian. He's a Muslim. And so I'm not expecting him to be Christ-like, but I'm saying to my Christian audience, just because someone says something that is true doesn't mean they should be looked to. 
doesn't mean they should be worshipped, of course, doesn't mean they should be admired. You take everything that anyone says, but especially someone like that who has admitted to manipulating girls for money, uh, using sex and using fraud uh, with a grain of salt. Now, again, if he had repented of these things, if he had apologized for these things and said, that is so not me anymore, that is, I would never pimp girls out <laughs> on webcam. Like, I, I would never, I would never do that again. Wow, that was so dumb. I did what I thought I had to do and I should have. Okay, that's one thing. But as far as I can see, even in this interview, there is no regret, no remorse, no repentance whatsoever in that. So yes, I stand by everything that I said. I'm not going to rehash everything, but go back and listen or listen to or watch last week's episode. We'll include the links of the videos. Uh, people have responded to his videos, his uh, self-snitching videos at length with full context. And like you would have to tell me what context helps some of the things that he has said. May there Again, there are some things that I did not play because I was like, nope, I, I don't know the full context. He could have been kidding there. I'm not really sure. So there were plenty of things that I did not play because I was like, I'm, I'm not completely sure if I know what he's saying. The only things I played was like, okay, there's no amount of greater context that could help what he said, what he said about women, what he said about fraud, what he said about making money, what he said about essentially grooming and then essentially what would be trafficking uh, these women. Again, not speaking to the Romanian charges. I hope that justice comes down on his side if he is not proven uh, beyond a reasonable doubt guilty. Like, I hope that justice truly prevails on the side of truth. All right, quick pause to tell you about our first sponsor for the day. That is, of course, Adele Natural Cosmetics. Love this company so much because I love all their products. I love that they are all actually natural. Every single ingredient that they put in their skincare products, in their makeup, is actually from nature. A lot of times you see the natural label on different cosmetic items or skincare items, and it's not really. They have a ton of ingredients that you can't even name. You know, it was just all made in a lab. But all of this is handcrafted in small batches. This is a family-run company. The family that runs Adele Natural Cosmetics, I speak to them pretty regularly. They are just the salt of the earth people. They are Christians. They are pro-life. They're unapologetic about about these things and they really truly care about every single product that they have. I use their skincare every day. I use their essential cleanser. I use their um uh, their night balm. I use their body oil. I absolutely love Adele, uh, Adele Natural Cosmetics and their makeup too. So check them out. Support this awesome company and get really high quality skincare products. Go to AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com. Use code Allie at checkout for 20% off, 25% off your first order. AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com, code Allie for 25% off your first order. AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com, code Allie. Yeah, he's going to incriminate my motives because he thinks that everyone who criticizes him is a part of the Matrix. The Matrix is basically made up of a bunch of different bad actors who are trying to keep people silent and slovenly and weak and all of that. But look, not everyone who criticizes you is a part of this grand scheme. Not everyone who criticizes you is badly intentioned. That's true for me. That's true for everyone. A lot of people are, but not everyone. Like, have some humility to realize, and we all do, not just Andrew Tate, that some people have legitimate critiques of the things that you have said. And especially when it comes to him, like he's made it really easy. And yeah, those were the first time we saw those clips. If I had seen those clips 10 years ago 
and I had been in this business 10 years ago rather than being like a sophomore in college, then maybe I would have said something about it. But I didn't know. I didn't even know who Andrew Tate was until a year or so ago. And as for the jealousy piece, do you think that we don't know? Do you think that I don't know that he has a huge platform, a way bigger platform than I do? There's there's nothing there. There's nothing. Trust me. Trust me. Looking at Andrew Tate's life, there is nothing that he has that I desire. I am very content and thankful for the life that God has given me. And so, again, not everyone who criticizes you is badly intentioned. Not everyone who criticizes you is just jealous. Um, Some people, yeah, sure. Of course, there are going to be people like that. Not everyone is going to. And I'm glad that, you know, Candace brought up. We're not, Liz and I are not a part of the matrix. It's possible to have legitimate criticisms, especially from a Christian moral perspective of a guy who had a course called the PhD course, which stood for the pimp and hose degree course. It's possible to have legitimate uh, negative opinions about that kind of person, believe it or not, <laughs> without decontextualizing anything. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's all I have to say about say about that, say about Andrew Tate. I had no thought that Andrew Tate would like be watching any of my videos. And so the fact, and I, he didn't, I'm sure, but the fact that he would say, oh, you know, they just want to like get at me. They just like want my attention or whatever. Um, whatever he said, I I was not for you. I never, uh, intended for you to see my tweets or to watch my videos or to hear what I have to say and care. I'm talking to an audience of Christians and to Christian parents and specifically Christian moms and Christian men too, and just reminding us of the example that we follow and why it's really important to care about the morals and the character of the people that we follow. And I don't think Andrew Tate, even in the very true things that he says, is someone that Christians should follow. And I don't expect him to care about that. So there you go. That's my response, Andrew Tate. Um, but you know what? I Very interesting interview. Very interesting interview and a long-ranging interview. And that's not an easy thing to do. I will say that. Um, all right. That's all I got to say about that. Let's get into our much more... Um, edifying portion of this episode uh, with our friend Jonathan Isaac. Isaac is entering his seventh season as a forward for the Orlando Magic. He's from uh, the Bronx. We've had him on before. We talked to him a couple years ago uh, when he was, he stood for the national anthem, when everyone was kneeling in the summer of 2020. Uh, also, when he defied COVID mandates, uh, vaccine mandates, he came on the show. And so he also came on the show to talk about his book last year. And so he's just, I mean, he's a pretty amazing person. And now he's launching this brand of values based sports and apparel company on August 1st. Um, And so that was yesterday. It's launched now, which is super exciting. So he's going to talk about all of that and more in our uh, in our forthcoming conversation. Uh, Before we get into it, let me just pause and tell you about a sponsor. So if you're like me, you have to have your coffee in the morning, you might as well get your coffee from a company that is saving babies' lives, right? Rather than donating to causes that you don't believe in. So you should be getting your coffee from Seven Weeks Coffee. Not only is it incredibly high quality, it's like the highest tier coffee you can get with every single sale. 
uh, of Seven Weeks Coffee there, donating 10% to pregnancy resource centers across the country, which then in turn are providing resources for these moms in need so that they will choose life for their babies. They've already donated in their first year over $130,000 to over 500 pregnancy centers across the country. It's called Seven Weeks Coffee because at seven weeks gestation, that baby is the size of a coffee bean. Amazing company, amazing mission with really, really good coffee. It's what we drink in our home. Go to sevenweekscoffee.com. Use code Allie at checkout for 10% off your order. Sevenweekscoffee.com, code Allie. Sevenweekscoffee.com, code Allie. Jonathan Isaac, thanks so much for joining us again. Okay, before we get into your brand and everything you have going on, let's talk about the biggest thing you have going on, which I'm guessing is a chronic lack of sleep. Is that correct? Yes and no. My, my <laughs> wife is a trooper. Like yeah. She has been fantastic. And we have somebody that comes in at like 6 a.m. So she gets to get in the bed and sleep. Wow, that's amazing. So you became a dad three months ago to a baby girl, right? Yes, baby girl Naomi. Oh, that's so sweet. Tell me a little bit about fatherhood. Like what have you, what surprised you? What has exceeded your expectations? Well, I would say maybe not surprise me, but I remember talking to my my coach and he was telling me about watch, you're going to find yourself just leaning over the crib. Like, is she breathing? Like, like just just standing there watching her uh, just be. And I was like, OK, you know, like, I'm sure you've done it before. So, OK, it'll happen. But then I went back to him. I was like, that's absolutely the truth. And I do it to this. And whether she's sleeping and I'm just like, why is she sleeping? Like, can, can you wake her up? I'm just like, do not wake her up. I'm like, Please. <laughs> and so uh, it's, it's been fantastic, though. You don't you don't know that you can love something like that. Exactly. Um, it's right there in front of you. And it does really reflect the love of God because um, it's just like, you know, you they can't do no wrong in your eyes until they get a little older. But yeah, uh, it really is sweet. Yeah. Gosh, your heart expands so much. And you just realize like in that second that you would do absolutely anything for this little child that you just met. Like you would die a thousand deaths for them. I mean, the moment that you meet them, really the moment that you know that you're pregnant or that in your case, your wife is pregnant, but especially like that moment that they lay that little baby on your chest, you're like, I would take anyone and anything out for this child. It's really incredible. And the contact when they look at you and like, now she's like starting to, like when I walk into a room and she locks eyes with me, she gets that like, she knows who I am. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's so sweet. So sweet. Okay. You've got a lot of other stuff going on too. Unsurprisingly, you've got an apparel company that you announced uh, recently, Unitas. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Unitas is a values-based sports and apparel company, really an alternative to, honestly, a lot of the things that are going on in our in the marketplace and culture, just where we are as a society and a country. Um, back in 2020, I was a Nike-signed athlete. Um, I was getting paid by Nike. I got injured at the time and I didn't resign with them. And from then, I started to kind of play with what would it look like to start a full-blown sports and apparel company um, that could give people the freedom to buy with their values. And at the time, I was talking about it with my pastor, and he was like, you should make your own sneaker. And I'm like, I don't know what that even means. Like, how do you, how do, you do that? And I started to go down the road, and, um, you know, he came up with the name, and it was just, we just kind of ran with it, Unitas. And uh, 
now we're ready to launch. And uh, I'm not sure if this is going to come out when it's already launched, but if so, um, I'm just super excited about everything that's going on. Yeah, it launches 8-1, and we're recording this in late July, so we're going to try to get it out right around um, when it launches. But tell us a little bit more awesome. about the name Unite Us. You see it as uh, you've set a promotion of free speech um, to promulgate the nation's founding principles in a time of rampant progressive ideology. So talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, there, there are there are values that are important to me. Um, that I try my best to live out each and every day. And Unitas is founded on three of them that are extremely important. And the first one is faith, the second one is family, and the third one is freedom. And as I look out into our culture, um, especially in the sportswear and apparel space, a lot of these companies are moving farther and farther away from these values and ideologies, um, foundational family values, um, constitutional values that I think are are important um, and have value to a prosperous society. And so we live in America and they're free to do so. And but at the same time, we're free to create an alternative. So that's what Unitas was about for me from the beginning. Can I can I create something that's high quality that that people can truly love? But at the end of the day, give people encouragement and confidence that their values are valid. And if they're not going to be celebrated by other people in the marketplace and culture, then we can celebrate them ourselves. Okay, you guys are asking me all the time for resources and different tools that you can use to teach your kids the values that you hold dear. I mean, you walk into the public library, especially in the month of June, you see the pride displays, you send your kid to school, and sometimes they're getting taught things that you don't believe in. So how do you make sure that your kids are instilled with the things that you want them to know, that you want them to hold dear in an entertaining way? Brave Books has got that covered. Uh, they publish the cutest children's books about the things that matter, promoting values like life, the importance of biological sex and God's creation of male and female, the importance of uh, knowing the principles upon which America was founded. And so if you're a Christian mom, dad, grandparent, you need to check out Brave Books. They teach really important lessons at an age-appropriate level for kids. Subscribe to their Freedom Island Book Club. You'll get a new book deliver delivered to your door every month. The learning never stops when you subscribe. Go to bravebooks.com. Get Brave's newest book free when you subscribe to their Freedom Island Book Club. Use code Allie to get 20% off your subscription. Bravebooks.com, code Allie for 20% off your subscription. Bravebooks.com, code Allie. This seems to be something that a lot of entrepreneurial and industrialist people are doing right now. They're kind of creating this parallel economy because, I mean, people like me, I'm sure people like you too, I mean, you you do feel hated by a lot of the places that you spend your money. You feel hated by a lot of the artists that you like, by a lot of the athletes that you cheer for, a lot of the companies that you have faithfully spent money at for the past, you know, 10 years. One of my favorite you know, places that I used to shop that I don't anymore was Anthropology. They make great women's clothing. And then they used a man to model one of their dresses. And I'm like, okay, obviously the faithfulness of a lot of their customer base just doesn't matter. So people really are looking to be represented by brands and spend their money at companies that don't force them to compromise their values. I think that's really important. And it, it means something like- uh, Yeah. From the beginning, it was like, 
you know, there used to be a time where what people at a company or what a company believed about society, about uh, religion, about uh, politics, it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, they just wanted to deliver a great product. But the times have changed. And it does matter because a lot of these companies and corporations are using those funds to undermine the fabric of our society and to progress things that that I believe are harmful to us. Um, and so being able to create something that 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 people can have the freedom to buy with their values and say, I want to stand with a company that I know is going to support my values, um, that is going to be transparent about what it is that they believe. That's what I'm trying to accomplish with Unitas. And I also feel like we we're going to get to a place in society where it's like, if you don't believe these set of things, you can't shop here. You yeah. can't do this. You can't eat, you can't go here. And if there aren't alternatives for people to turn to, um, like you're talking about that that parallel economy, then the only answer is going to be to conform. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right about that. So you really have kind of leaned into a lot of the good and bad responses that you got from not kneeling for the anthem a couple of years ago. Of course, we had you on the show. We talked about that um, at the time, at the height of kind of like the BLM virtue signaling and then also resistance to the vaccine mandates. You know, a lot of people would just say, all right, I gained your your goal wasn't to gain media attention, but I gained media attention from that. Now I'm just kind of going to go quietly into the night, make sure that no one's paying attention to what I'm doing. But I've really seen you use the platform that God has given you to lean into that courage and to try to make that courage contagious for other people. You wrote a book, I Stand, and that's what you encourage people to do, to stand up for these values that you believe in, even when you get backlash for it. Do you see this brand as kind of a part of that journey that God has put you on since then? Absolutely. From the beginning um, of standing in the bubble, it was something that I was terribly afraid to do. And honestly, everything that I have you know, had to walk through um, that God has graced me to walk through, even though they were extremely challenging. Um, and they were I was I was terrified. But as I've as I've grown up and as I've, I've again uh, also pointed to the people that I have around me, um, the pastor that I talked about is somebody that I'm, I'm always talking to. He's always um, giving me feedback and just and just how to become better. My family, my wife, um, people that keep me encouraged and moving forward. But the more that I've walked through these storms and also um, gotten the feedback from people who say, you know what, because of what you did, I now have the courage and want to figure out how I can stand in my everyday life. It has emboldened me and encouraged me to, to continue to do so. And when I talk about, I want people, because I know what it feels like to stand alone. I know what it feels like to be in a situation where mm -hmm. you're the only one who believes something. Yeah. But the more that we're able to congregate in a community and say, my beliefs are valid and I should take pride in them. And if somebody else isn't going to, then I can do so myself. And there is the fear of backlash. There is the fear of what people will have to say. But when it's just one person is one thing. But when there's a community of people who believe the same thing, no matter what you look like, white, black and different, when you understand the necessity and value of these values and come together, you know, we can create real, real change and just yeah. stand up for what we want to. Do. And that's why a brand like this is important, because 
maybe you you are in a place you're on a college campus or with your family and your friends where you are the only person who believes what you do. Well, having a brand like this is just a reminder, if nothing else. Of course, it's going to be high quality clothing and it's going to look good and we'll put up pictures as we're talking. But it's also a reminder every time you look at that brand that I'm not alone, that I'm not standing by myself. I'm. It might feel like I'm standing by myself, but there are other people that share my values. And that's, that's a big deal. When people ask me, what's your advice for like an incoming freshman in college or someone moving to a new city, I'm like immediately find people who are like-minded because it's a reminder to you that you're not crazy, that it's okay to swim upstream. We talk a lot on this show about being like human salmon and standing out from the crowd. It's, it's okay, but it's easier to do that when you have someone else that is linking arms with you. I think this brand and clothing brands like this, it's just a way to link arms with people across the country and remember that you're not really alone. That is the biggest thing about Unitas. Like you said, it's one thing about clothes. It's one thing about you know launching something. But for me, it is about creating that community across all these different lanes um, in our society. There's the sports there is the college campus, there's the high school, there's the parents that want to buy things for their kids that they know support their values. There's the kids that love sports and just or just want super cool leisure wear to wear around the house or wear to the airport or things like that. And so for me, it is about that community piece. I want people to know that there are people out there that agree with them, that believe like them, and also to show the diversity of thought, that there are people who come from a million different backgrounds. I remember I was I was recently in Nashville and uh, my Uber driver, he was like, you were the guy that stood, um, you know, for the national anthem. Yeah. And I agree with, suppose I agree with who you are. And he said he came over here from uh, Iran. Wow. And like, I love this country and I've, I've grinded and I've, 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 I've worked and I've been able to build a, a life for myself and my family here. And so there are people from all different backgrounds that look completely different, but who understand the necessity of these values and want to see them celebrated in the marketplace and culture. And that is a, that's why I want to do this. sponsor for the day. And by the way, thanks so much for supporting my sponsors. It's how we bring the show to you for free. One of my amazing sponsors is Patriot Mobile. So you might not know, but a lot of these mobile companies, these biggest mobile companies, like they are big Democrat donors. But Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to in your area minus the left-wing donations from the major wireless providers that you're probably using. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are supporting things like free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responders. These are the kinds of causes that Patriot Mobile are supporting, uh, is supporting. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Allie. You'll get free activation today with offer code Allie when you make that switch. patriotmobile.com slash Allie patriotmobile.com slash Allie. So you've suffered over the past few years from um, a few injuries, which I'm sure have felt like setbacks. I'm sure have been really difficult for you as someone who has worked so hard to get to the point that you have in your athletic career. Talk about 
how you've navigated that through your faith and maybe how, I don't know if creating this brand has also been made possible by some of those difficulties that you've experienced with injuries and things like that. But just talk about how that's been a part of your testimony and even a part of this new stage of developing a new brand. Yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been hard. It's been difficult. Um, but I've also I feel like I've learned so much about God. I've I've learned so much about the necessity for community, the necessity for people around you to be strong for you when you can't be strong for yourself. Um, again, talking about like my pastor and my wife and my church family here that have um, stood with me during everything and have helped me to walk through these storms. And then again, just learning about God. It's like you don't know God to be faithful until you need him to be. It's like, you know, God talks about all these different attributes that he is. He's faithful. He's he's just he's loving. He cares. Um, he's not just the God of the hills, but a God of the valleys. But you don't know that until you go through something. Yeah. And so to, to be able to experience the side of God that says, I am with you, even though you're going through something you don't understand, even though you don't know why it happened or why I allowed it. I am with you and I love you and you're chosen and all these different things. But I had to go through. Um, these different things to learn. And another aspect of it is you're able to identify with people. It's like if, if you never go through any struggle, if you never go through any pain, how can you identify with a world that's full of it? And so being having gone through these, you know, these tough times of injuries and, and, and things that have happened to me, I've been able to identify with other guys around the league who have gotten injured. And just and just what is for somebody to look at me and saying, like, what, what has happened to you? You're, you're a millionaire. You're a basketball player. What do you know about struggle? What do you know about um, trusting God um, in these moments. And I can reflect and look at it my life and say, you know what? I've had several inf- instances where I was upset and angry and mad at God about what happened, but I kept my faith and I trusted in him and he seen me through. And to your point, a lot of the downtime that I have had through these you know, different things has allowed me to do the things that I've done, write the book, Why I Stand, um, create, you know, Unitas. And uh, now I'm, I'm fully healed. I'm ready to come back uh, this upcoming season. Yes, and amen. Well, it's amazing how God uses those difficulties to accomplish the things that he wants to accomplish. I always think about the story of Joseph and Genesis. Obviously, terrible things happened to him. He was thrown into a pit, sold into slavery, and then God used that evil uh, to then protect Israel, obviously lead Joseph to a place of leadership and then provide for Israel during a time of famine. And something that I read that was pointed out in a book to me several years ago was that that caravan from Egypt that eventually Joseph was sold into to go to a place of slavery was already on its way to Egypt before Joseph was thrown into the pit. So God's providence, God's plan, a long-term plan, the conclusion of which we can't even see most days, is already in motion before we even understand it. And so I think having that big picture allows us to have faith and have strength in times of mystery and times of confusion and times of injury. Um, And it's amazing to see the tangible conclusions that have already come through your difficulty and your trials in this brand. Um, So how can people... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That even speaks to where we are as a whole when it comes to you know, our country and just the things that are happening. And it looks like everything is going left. It looks like we're, 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 we're losing ground, but God said he will build his church. And so trusting in the word of God, and even that to add is like how important it is to 
rely and rest in the word of God. And God said he puts his his word above his own name, like trusting that that what he said will come to pass. And so creating something like this, I think, is on brand with that message and where we're going as a country, that there are still people standing up. There are still people who believe like you and with you and bringing them together across something like this is, is how we get it done. Yes, absolutely. And so the brand, it launches August 1st or launched, depending on when this comes out. But how can, is it <laughs> Unite Us? What's the website? The website is weareunitas.com. Weareunitas.com. Yeah, we are Unitas and the same for Instagram and Twitter. Okay, got it. Awesome. So everyone should go ahead and follow on social media, Unitas, U-N-I-T-U-S. We'll put it in the description of this episode so people can just link it. Uh, Thanks so much, Jonathan, for taking the time and for always sharing your faith. It's really encouraging to me. I really appreciate it. And congrats again on the baby girl. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you for having me. (laughs) 